1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation starts with Powerhouse Hobbs with a record of 17 and 4, defeating the debuting Danny Adams with a torture rack, um, after he didn't want to pin him after hitting the town business. You might recognize the name Danny Adams better as Dan the dad who's a pretty popular figure in the indies um he's pretty much that just a dad he wears uh the shoes the shirt the glasses and everything it's a dad gimmick which uh I think they even they even made a parody of on this uh, first season of heels there was a character called the dad that pretty much was the same thing as Dan the dad and and uh, it's kind of funny because he looks a little like Tony Schiavone here with the hair and the glasses. And Schiavone actually wasn't on commentary tonight. They said he was away doing something. So Excalibur uh, replaced him and him. Mark Henry and Paul White pretty much make fun of the fact that he looks just like Tony Schiavone. So hopefully we'll see more of Danny the Dad Adams here. The Butcher and the Blade were wrecking a 7-1, and one, defeated Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. This is Butcher and Blade's first tag team match since September. The Butcher pins Yuta after they hit Drag the Lake. Rio with a record of 7-2 defeated Tootie Lynn quickly after the diving stomp from the top rope. Uh Lynn is making her AEW debut, but she's been featured heavily on NWA recently as she is from the St. Louis area. And um, you know, so I've talked about her a little bit. i high praise for Tootie Lynn. I feel like she's gonna be a big star soon. Match number four was Matt Hardy with a record of 25-12, and 12, defeated Dean Alexander. Hardy gets on the mic before the match and says that after tonight, Alexander will say Hardy's name with reverence. Alexander hung in there for this match. He had a couple close calls here, but Hardy stops him with the leech. And uh, I think Matt Hardy's music even added lyrics. Seemed a little bit different than his uh, older theme. Ryo Mizunami and Ruby Soho defeated the team of Emi Sakura and Nala Rose. Uh, Sakura was out this time not only with Lulu Pencil like she usually is, but with Mei Suruga, who was another one of her students. She was actually part of the AEW Women's Championship Eliminator Tournament back in February. Uh, Ruby Soho gets the pin on Sakura after she hits what she used to call the riot kick, and now she calls no future. After the match, Lulu and Suruga get in Ruby's face. This is just a a distraction to get attacked from behind by Nala Rose and taken out by Emi Sakura. Mark Henry even at one point compares them to the Wu-Tang Clan, saying there's so many of them. Chris Statlander comes out for the save. She tries to shake Ruby Soho's hand, But she pulls her in since they will be fighting in the TBS title tournament. And the main event here, the Dark Order, comprising of Eva Uno, Stu Grayson, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds, defeated the team of the acclaimed. And 2.0, Max freestyle. This is the Kansas City Chiefs. And the barbecue there, saying it's overrated. Paul White and Mark Henry, uh, they get hungry pretty much after this, saying that they want barbecue. Stu Grayson and Evil Uno hit the fatality on Jeff Parker as John Silver gets the pen. Tuesday's AEW Dark, this is not from Universal Studios. This is actually um, from St. Louis as they were there for Rampage. They, t- they taped a two-hour episode of AEW Dark. The Gun Club defeated Evil Uno, Alex Reynolds, and Cole Cabana. There's a bunch of comedy spots here in this match with the Dark Order doing the suck at taunts. Colton Gun gets the pin on Uno, though, after holding on to the ropes. Rio defeated the debuting Heidi Howitzer here with a double stomp from the top rope. Too Fast, Too Fuego defeated the team of Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado. Fuego Solo gets the pin on Solo after hitting the Tornado DDT off the chest of Cody Ro- I'm sorry. Af- off the chest of Fuego 2 here. Yeah. Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager defeated the team of Coco Lane and Luke Langley, a couple of uh, local towns here making their debut. Guevara gets the pin on Lane after the Santana Atomico. The men of the year run out after the match attack both Guevara and Hager, but Santana and Ortiz run out for the save. Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, and Willie Utah with a trios record of 7-1, defeated Darian Bankston, Davey Vega, and Kamaro Jackson. Jackson and Vega making their debuts. Vega's actually a well-established indie star for over 15 years here. A former Evolve tag team champion as part of the besties in the world with Matt Flinchett. Cassidy gets the pin on Bankston after Taylor takes him out with the awful waffle. Dante Martin defeated Frankie Kazarian here. Kazarian was trying to finish off Martin with the chicken wing, but Leo Rush interferes and snatches Kaz's boot off, causing Martin to hit his double jump springboard moonsault for the- the pin uh martin tries to say kazarian's hand after the match but kazarian kind of informs him on what rush did and uh, dante does not look pleased about this thunder rosa rio mizunami and chris statlander defeated Ami sakura jamie hater and rebel uh the ending got a little bit wild with everybody getting involved here but rosa hits rebel with the thunder driver for the pin this was rebel's aw dark wrestling debut actually and the heels keep attacking them after the match until ruby soho comes out with a pipe for the save and she comes really close to hitting statlander with it uh they go face to face again ahead of their match Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty make it their tag team debut, defeated 2.0. Uh, Matt Seidel gets a huge reaction here, beating his hometown of St. Louis. Uh, his brother Mike Seidel comes out as well. And Matt Seidel gets the pin on Jeff Parker with the lightning spiral. Leo Rush and Dante Martin come out after to have a little stare down with Seidel and Moriarty ahead of their match on Dynamite. Nyla Rose defeated Tootie Lynn. Uh, no Vicky Guerrero here. Rose gets the pin after hitting the knee from the top rope to the back of Lynn's neck. Hopefully we see more of Tootie Lynn soon. Andrade El Idolo defeated Warhorse. Uh, this is Andrade's AEW dark debut as well. Uh, Warhorse's second AEW match after taking on Cody Rhodes last year in on Dynamite. Uh, Andrade destroys him in over a minute with the Hammerlock DDT. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Allen Five Angels and Ten of the Dark Order. Starks gets the pin on Angels after Hobbs hits a power slam. Ty Conti defeated Miranda Gordy, making her debut. Miranda is the daughter of Terry Bam Bam Gordy, uh, who appeared recently on NWA Empowered. Uh, she's also a local here. From St. Louis, Conti finishes off, though, in under a minute with the DD tie. Wardlow defeated Ryan Mantell, who's appeared recently, uh, in under a minute after the casualty of war and after the match, Sean Spears hits Mantell with a C4 while having an apple in his mouth. Darby Allen defeated QT and Marshall. Marshall cuts a promo on Sting Before the Match, talking about his best friend NJF, who told him to soft it up Allen before his match at full gear. Fun fast match here with Darby winning with the coffin drop. Huge reaction for Darby as always. And the main event, Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus defeated Matt Hardy, the Blade, and Isaiah Cassidy of the Hardy Family Office. Christian making his debut in AW Dark. Real fun main event here. Jungle Boy makes the blade tap out to the snare trap. We go to NXT UK, Rampage Brown defeated Flash Morgan Webster. A real hard-hitting match here with Brown winning with the Dr. Bomb. They go to Tyler Bate backstage and are asking him how he felt about what happened last week when Trent Seven accidentally threw in the towel, causing him to lose the Heritage Cup. But Trent Seven interrupts him and asks Bate to forgive him, which he does. And it says that he was able to get him and Bate in the number one contenders match for the tag titles in a four-way match for next week. Zia Brookside went to Sid Scala's office and asked if she can fight the winner of Michael Satomura and Ginny. But Scala says that her winning record hasn't been that good lately. So Zaya says that's not fair. She starts crying a little bit. She gets on her phone with her dad, Robbie Brookside. So more to come with this. Angel Hayes making her debut, defeating Isla Dawn by disqualification. Hayes has been seen recently in ICW Fight Club the last couple of years. Uh, this is Dawn's first match since September. and She gets disqualified for not letting go of Hayes' hair. Uh, but after the match, she continues to attack Hayes and take a piece of her hair, as that is her thing now. Sam Gradwell was seen watching a video backstage um, for A-Kid and didn't seem too happy about him getting all this coverage. And then Subculture was backstage as well. And they gets interrupted by Stevie Turner and says that she's level above all them. But Danny Luna gets in her face, so it looks like we'll be seeing that match. NXT UK champion Ia Dragunov comes out and says that they, he's there to represent the brand and the fans, but he needs next-level competitors like A-Kid who pushed them, and he thanks him for that. He gets interrupted by Rampage Brown, who says that he wants to be the next man to challenge him for the title, so Dragunov agrees, puts his hand out to shake it, but Rampage knocks him down, saying he doesn't want the respect, he just wants the title. So it looks like this might be a heel turn for Rampage Brown. Teoman and Rahan Raja have video talking about Gallus not being real family like them, and they're not worried about Joe Coffey. Nathan Fraser is seen scouting and Mark Andrews' matches as he walks in. And Fraser challenges him. Uh, this is funny because in the background, you kind of just see Tyler Bates just sitting there eating his food all casually. And the main event here for the UK Women's Championship Michael Sadamora defeated Ginny. As they're making their way to the ring, Blair Davenport stops both of them and says that she doesn't care who wins because she is back. So it looks like she might be getting the winner of this match. A really good main event here from both of these girls. Uh, the final boss wins after the Scorpio Rising and a Death Valley driver. NWA Powered is the second part of their By Any Means Necessary show out of Kentucky. Um, Tim Storm defeated Jaden Roller in a notice qualification match. Uh, Roller attack Storm as he was being interviewed and challenges him to this match, but Storm wins with the DDT on a chair. For the NWA World's Women's Championship a 2 out of 3 falls match, Camille defeated Kenzie Page. Uh, Camille gets both falls here. The first one with a neckbreaker, the second one with a spear. Uh, Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis brings out a birthday cake for Camille after and demands that all the fans start to sing happy birthday and when they do he tells them to stop because they suck so he tells Kyle Davis to get on his knees and start singing instead which he does this prompts Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch to come out for the match which is Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis defeating Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis when Murdoch pins Adonis after a top rope bulldog. Camille tried to get interfered in this match, and she even accidentally spears Adonis towards the end. And the main event in a steel cage match: former tag team partners Jack Dane and Crimson. Um, they fight for a couple of minutes outside before the match even starts. But the finish comes when Dane throws rubbing alcohol all over the bloody face of Crimson. Crimson mask on Crimson, followed by hilarious. So Jack Dane gets the win. Two o five live. Roderick Strong defeated Ru Fang with the jumping knee. Fang gets a little bit of offense in this though. Valentina Ferroz defeated the debuting Erica Yan. Yan is making her debut. Uh, she's from Shanghai, China. She has like this Harley Quinn Joker type of inspired gear and says that she is Xyla Lee's best friend. Uh, she looked pretty good in her debut, but Ferroz gets the win after making her tap out in a head scissors. In the main event, Grizzled Young Veterans defeated Kushida and Ikemen Jiro, or as they are now known as, Jacket Time. Uh, this is the first time they teamed up before the NXT show. Uh, the Kree Brothers come out at the end to distract Jiro and Kushida ahead of their match on NXT. But Grizzled Young Vets hit the Ticket to Mayhem with Drake getting the pin on Jiro. This is actually the Grizzled Young Veterans' first match on 205 Live as a tag team. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. This is the showdown show um, from Philadelphia. We have J.R. Kratos... Uh, Jorel Nelson and Royce Isaacs of Team Filthy defeated the team of David Finley, Alice Coughlin, and Yuri Urimora. Danny Limelight joins commentary on this one. Big spot here with Coughlin body slamming Kratos with a big prop from the crowd. Uh, Isaacs pins Urimora after hitting him. After him and Nelson hit a, some double-team moves, and after the match, Coughlin and Kratos keep brawling until they get separated. Juice Robinson defeated El Fantasma with his new finisher he calls the HH Buster. And after the match, Juice challenges Moose to the battle, battle in the Valley show on November 13th, Juice versus Moose. We get a promo from Buddy Matthews, the former Buddy Murphy, who's debuting at Battle in the Valley, as uh, Okada has challenged him to a match. And the main event here, Clark Connors and Ren Narita defeated TJP and Will Osprey of the United Empire. Very good tag team match here that ends with Narita pinning TJP at the bridge over the head suplex. Narita and Osprey has a stare down until after the match. Um, TJP distracts him and Narita and Osprey use that to attack Narita, but Narita is able to fight him off and challenges him to a match. We'll be seeing Ren Narita and Osprey soon. I also want to point out, New Japan's been printing out these shows on their YouTube show called New Japan Pro Wrestling Extra, which is pretty much just, like, the news for the week, as well as one or two bonus matches. And one of the matches they have here is Will Ospreay defeated Alex Zane in a very good match, about 10 minutes or so. Ospreay wins with the Hidden Blades. So definitely check this out, this match. It's kind of, like, um just kind of obscure and, and random on their YouTube page. But uh they're going to put out some matches that they, they they tape at their tapings that don't actually make it on New Japan Strong, so... Ring of Honor has their Championship Edition show. Uh, For the pure title, Josh Woods defeated LSG by submission with the Gorilla Lock... And Bandito defeated Alex Zane in a world title match. This is uh Zayn getting his title shot after winning the honor rumble. Uh before this match, Beer Bruiser kinda interrupts commentary and gets in Capri Coleman Cap- uh Caprice Coleman's face uh, because of the, the way he eliminated him in the uh Battle Royal, in the Honor Rumble, sorry. And uh so they go ahead and make a match for these two. And the story for this match is that Zane has a victory over Bandito from the Honor Reign Supreme show back in January of 2020. Uh this match was fantastic though. Uh but Bandito squeaks out to win with a 21 plex into a German suplex. And after the match, Bandito and Jonathan Gresham, who was sitting on commentary, have a bit of a stare down. So I'm definitely looking forward to that match. WWE main event, we have Liv Morgan defeated Tamina, as well as Cedric Alexander defeated Jackson Riker, after some help from Shelton Benjamin. WWE Network editions of the week, uh, ICW Fight Club and WXW Catch Grand Prix. Uh of note here is Francesco Akira from All Japan Pro Wrestling, somebody who I've been watching recently, actually fights on both of these shows making his debut for ICW and WXW. So if you've never heard of him before or you wanted to catch him, uh, check him out here on the WWE Network. And uh, starting this week, I will be transitioning from Impact Wrestling Reports to be doing AEW Dynamite Reports. So you'll be seeing uh, my MLW Reports along with AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays now. Uh, As far as Impact goes, um, I might transition in the future to start talking about Impact Wrestling on this very show, Shot in the Dark, Um, especially if Ring of Honor or any of these other shows kind of like, don't put up any new footage. It'll give me some time to talk about um, impact wrestling. So be on the lookout for that. As well as this weekend, I will be having reports for both AEW, I'm sorry, uh, reports for New Japan Pro Wrestling Battle in the Valley, which is happening after AEW Full Gear on Saturday. And on Sunday, I'll have a report for Ring of Honor, um, Honor for All, which is going to be an exclusive pay-per-view on the Ring of Honor Honor Club. So reports for both of those will be on postwrestling.com. And, uh, catch me next week, next Tuesday on Upnext, filling in for Brayden Harrington. Me and Davey Portman will be talking about the poker showdown between uh between uh cameron grimes and duke hudson so that should be a lot of fun that's it for me this week you guys can catch me here next week for another episode of shot in the dark whether it's kroger
0: simple truth turkey or mac and cheese with murray's english cheddar Or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger. Fresh for everyone.